Welcome to Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. You are now listening to episode 54. This is the best video games of 2018 special. What are your favorite games of the previous year? Let us know. We hope you enjoy the show. One last thing, happy birthday Dylan. Now on with the show. Welcome everyone to Wonder Soul, a 2018 best of special. Uh, today I am joined by a friend of mine, uh, a fellow streamer, uh, somebody who I've met and have become pretty good friends with and all because of video games. We actually play video games on PlayStation 4 pretty regularly and uh, we we have some of the same taste in games and um yeah, so I just want to introduce you guys to, he goes by Denji and some other names, but in this episode, it's Denji, but uh, what's going on, man? How are you doing? Pretty good, man. How about you? I'm doing good, man. It's Friday, so I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty... Your birthday's tomorrow. Ah, oh, man. See? There you go. That's fun. Are you uh, excited about your birthday? Yeah, man. Got my brothers and my friends coming over, so it's pretty nice. Pretty chill nice nice yeah birthdays are always fun until you get to like that one age where you're just like uh stop stop getting older stop i'm getting old um (laughs) when the fuck did i turn 30 yeah exactly (laughs) which is like only a couple years away from me um so thanks for depressing (laughs) me dude bringing down the the vibe here (laughs) but uh anyways uh dead or you'll you probably hear me call him dead that's uh one of his other nicknames uh but if you guys want to follow him on twitch you can search denji but yeah so me and you we play video games we both have ps4s i know you got a switch now and you got a new pc we pretty much stay up to date to, uh, with all the, the video games and all the news and even the games that we don't get to play. But, you know, um, it was really cool to have you um, come up with a list uh, of games that you enjoyed this year, even some that you didn't. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to go over that. In this episode, we're going to go over our, I guess, our missed out, missed opportunities, some games that we didn't get a chance to play but you know we've heard really good things about them we still want to play them um maybe it's the budget you know maybe we just didn't have the time or whatever but also just some games that we still want to mention that didn't even make our list but they're still pretty good and we want you guys to know about them we also have a couple games that were pretty disappointing maybe they flopped maybe they were just flat out terrible uh we'll mention those and uh Obviously, we're going to get into our top five. We have five games that we picked for 2018. Now, I'm just going to give you guys a heads up. My list has some games that did not come out in 2018, but it's like a personal list. Like it's the games that I played the most in 2018. So just going to give you guys a, you know, a fair warning. This is not going to be like any other top games or movies or music whatever list that you see on youtube and any articles on the web so um just kind of throwing that out there 
And then finally, we'll end it with the games that we're looking forward to in 2019. Yeah, hope you know. Hopefully, you guys enjoy. Hopefully, we hear from you and hear what games that you guys really enjoyed this year. Uh, what games you're looking forward to next year, and you know, just compare your list with ours. But I guess we can just go ahead and get started. So, Denji, what were some games that you maybe didn't get a chance to play this year that you wanted to and you still plan to? And uh, what are some games that just didn't make your list? Uh, well, a game that I didn't play but I wanted to play very much so and probably might be the only one on this list is uh, Super Smash Bros., the new one, Ultimate. Heard a lot about that one. I, I grew up playing that game with like my uncles and shit like that. So... I have my a friend from an old place I used to live. He has a Switch, and so it'd just be fun to reconnect with old friends and play that, you know? Definitely. Yeah, I, I love Smash. And there's, like, what, 140 characters on this one or something like that? Yeah, man, there's, like, the whole roster from all of the games and plus some, I thought. Except my boy, Wario. War- no, or is it Warligi? Wasn't it Warligi? Luigi or something like that. Yeah. yeah they're brothers. I mean, <laughs> I don't know why they have one and not the other. That if they, uh, if they don't have Wario, or if they do have Wario, I'm not sure. But there's always going to be those Nintendo games that I'm going to miss out on, man. That's probably it's probably actually my only Nintendo Switch game on any of this list because I that thing just collects stuff at this point, really. Really? Dang. Well, mm-hmm. dude, I thought you wanted to play Pokemon. I uh, I actually did. I rented it. And I rented it for three days, and I only played it, like, for two hours out of all of those three days. Oh, damn. <laughs> Not because I didn't want to. It's just, like, because I was so busy. No, but I, I, I mean, it was a good six out of ten for a new generation. I haven't played the Pokemon games in, like, what, since, like, the fifth grade. It's been a while for me. I mean, I play, like, like the old, like, uh, Leaf Green and Fire Red. Yeah, I played, I played, I played Red. I played pokemon red or fire whatever which one it was i i haven't i haven't really checked them out in a while i think i had one on ds when i was stationed in texas uh me and some friends jackson who we both know oh i think me him and somebody a couple other people got a 3ds and picked up whatever the latest pokemon game was at that time and i tried that out but yeah i was pretty excited to hear that they're making pokemon games for the switch but the let's go pikachu and eevee i was kind of just not really super yeah. stoked for you know because it kind of felt like it was uh kind of like a remake of pokemon yellow with uh you know a little bit of the pokemon go aspects into it so i'm i'm, I'm really mm-hmm. waiting for that like actual sequel that they put on the switch and eevee was kind of a weird primary pokemon because like that's just Eevee isn't really a starter because Ash doesn't really find Eevee till like what later into the first season or something like that. Yeah. Because he comes across those three brothers that have each an Eevee and then they evolve and that's what the name is like Electro or Jolteon or something like that. They each have own their own name and that's when he come, first comes across them. And so Eevee was kind of a weird starter. It went from like Pikachu to Eevee, even though it's like what Pikachu, Charmander, Squirtle, uh, Bulbasaur. Mm, Bulbasaur, yeah. And like you could just find those just somewhere out in the wild. Like I found a Bulbasaur like an hour of the game. Do you think that it's like they wanted to pick like the quote unquote cutest Pokemon? <laughs> like people think Eevee's cute and it has like so many diverse evolutions. You know, that that's probably a good point because like, 
it's, I wonder how many they sold because everybody likes Eevee, everybody likes Pikachu, you know. Pikachu's only the face of Pokemon, you know. Yeah, I mean, they are making a, a Detective Pikachu movie, so <laughs> I mean, I think with, I think that looks good. Really? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look bad. I just can't get the 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 voice of Deadpool out of my ears when I look at Pikachu now. It's weird. That's a very love hate thing going on right now. Is either you either love it or you don't like it, and you can't switch really. With with like the uh, the Pikachu in Let's Go Pikachu, do a lot. Of, can you evolve Pikachu into Raichu, or do people even do that? Like I know that's like in the shows, you never see Ash uh, evolve Pikachu. I'm actually not sure if you can involve Pokemon or Eevee, Pikachu in the Let's Go Pokemon games or Let's Go Pikachu, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. There's, yeah, I mean, I like Pokemon. I think it's a nostalgia. And uh, I mean, if I had a Switch and I had spare cash, I would have checked it out. I watched a couple people stream it and stuff like that. Yeah, Look, it looked fun, but you know, was I gonna wait on midnight to get it? Nah. No. See, I, I was watching a YouTube channel, um, Couch Live. I was watching them play it. it. It looked fun watching them play it, and then, like, that's what made me go out and rent it. And I, I didn't find myself having as much fun as I thought I would, so I'm just going to continue watching on YouTube. I'll tell you one thing real quick before we keep going on with the lifts. Um, like, when I rank games from, like, Redbox or something, games like Pokemon and stuff like that, you need to have a lot of time to just dive into yeah. that, you know? So like if you're playing a campaign story mode, uh, video game or open world RPG, and you only have it for a day or two, like it's going to be really hard for you to even tap into what is really good. That'd be like, you know, if I played the Red Dead Redemption 2 story for like a day, I wouldn't get what all the hype was about because it probably would take a whole day to get through the tutorial. You wouldn't get a quarter of the first chapter. Damn, that's a long game, isn't it, though? It's fucking long, dude. Um, well, speaking of Red Dead real quick, that's a game that, you know, I didn't get to play this year or I haven't played yet. I played the online, but I haven't played the story. So that's on one of my that's one of the games on my missed opportunity or one of the games I missed out on. Let me just run through mine real quick, man. Uh, pretty much all Switch games. So, so like Smash and Pokemon, I'm, I'm right there with you. Red Dead. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I kept hearing. A lot of people that enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one in Greece. Yeah, I was actually going to say something about that with the whole campaign thing. It was um, Yeah, I was like going to say, remember when I had the Assassin's Creed game? Like I had that for what? I even went above and beyond and like did that transaction three times because I had like what fourteen dollars and even within that what whole week that I had it I still didn't even touch the surface of that game like I just barely got off the home island. That's where they get you though, man. I mean, I think it's really just to test it out to see if you even want to continue and and like it, you know? Yeah, I'd buy that game though. If it ever goes on sale for like twenty bucks, I probably would buy it. Yeah, that's what I'm doing with like Red Dead. I'm kind of waiting for that to sale, even though with as popular as it is, you know how Grand Theft yeah. Auto Five was. Like that, that thing was on and off sale. I think they're just. I think they already did, or they're going to release uh, soon a new update because, like, it, I guess it was official that people weren't playing the online mode because it just there was nothing to do. You know, like I told you, it was kind of stale. That's why we weren't playing it anymore. Just more, a little bit more content, a little bit more things to do. So. It probably will hmm. be bumping again soon. 
I'm not sure. It, it doesn't really surprise me that it lacked content because of all of the attention and all the content that they put into the campaign. You know, it would have actually really surprised me if they had knocked both out of the park. That that uh, the whole con- the online mode was actually the same thing for GTA. Like it was like kind of stale at the beginning, and more and more people started to buy it, and more friends had it, and then they came out with more content. It just was like a uphill thing from there just the charts were going up from there really i think like their whole strategy rockstar is like hey we want you to take time with the campaign get lost in the world have a good time and then when you're done with it we want you to have a mode to fall back on but it's not going to be the mode that you can just buy the game for you know maybe down the road like a year from now red dead online is going to be like a whole different game it might be a game on its own basically with the amount of content that they they usually pour into these online modes like on grand theft auto you know they should do that they should do that for gta is like have the online mode sold separately and then like have the whole or i mean have the story mode sold separately and then like the whole online mode like sold in its own thing you know yeah like you play you pay once and you get like all of the content even though it's free you get all of the content and like money to buy the things and the content that's how they do it Mm -hmm. that's how they get you in the online mode for gta's they'll come out with all the stuff but you need money in the game to like do all the stuff and so you have to buy money or you have to like grind for like three weeks just to get (laughs) to get like the shittiest uh setup for like that dlc yeah I think that if you're going to spend 60 bucks on a full price game and it's got a story and it's got (laughs) online and you're going to, you know, if you're going to do it separately, it should feel like if I were to buy this on its own, I should get at least $30 worth. Uh, Because I know that's what PUBG on PS4 is going for right now. And that's free on Xbox One right now with, well, not free technically. It's with that Game Pass. But, you know, it's really hard these days to throw money at video games when we've spent so much time playing free to play games um lately especially this year i know that we had what else uh oh i have one more game i want to mention on this list and then i'm gonna ask you if you got anything else uh dragon ball fighters i didn't get a chance to and i feel very ashamed we played the beta for like a split second because it was so choppy and little little buggy and it was really hard for us to all play together remember me and you and matt and yeah we tried to play that was fun for the split second but i feel like if we all got it we would have had an amazing time which is why i want to get jump force yeah yeah like i want to get into fighting games i feel like there's a lot of potential there and that 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 genre of video games is like about to really take a turn for the best as far as like what mm-hmm. we've seen from like mortal Kombat 11 um you know like you said jump force and some other games we even want to check out the my hero game you know stuff like that but um i got two games that i sort of played this year but i still would actually wouldn't i wouldn't mind having more time with but monster hunter world i feel like would have been an awesome game to try out but yeah. you have to play with friends you know and black ops 4 i mean just just because there's some other games that i'm going to mention here in a moment that were a little disappointing uh you know when i did play it i i did enjoy for what it is i mean it's still a call call of duty game to me you know blackout was fun maybe if they had sold that separately i would have like snatched that for like 20 bucks 
easy cop that for like 10 to 20 bucks. But I mean, zombies to me, for some people, it's, you know, really fun. It can be fun at first. And, you know, it's it's almost funner to play on the couch with somebody, you know? Yeah. But um, do you have any other games on your list that you didn't get a chance to play this year or that um, you still want to play here maybe once they go on sale? Do you have any worst games? Do you have any games that were completely disappointing, flopped, that uh, maybe you were even going to buy, and then uh, early reactions, everything just, like, changed your mind, and you <laughs> you missed out on it because, yeah, it wasn't what you were expecting? I guess I have three, but... Well, I, I, mm. I, Destiny's like a 50-50 because I had so much fun. Destiny 2, I had a lot of fun with that, though. I guess Forsaken would have qualified, not the whole Destiny 2 uh, vanilla. Destiny 2 Forsaken, the story was fine, but uh, that was about it. You know, I had no friends to play with. There was, uh, I'm kind of done, you know, doing that whole grindy shit. I did that back in like the Xbox days and fucking early PlayStation days with Jackson and shit. Yeah. <clears throat> but the, the new expansion is actually coming out, I think, February, early February next month. So I'll probably play that. I'll, I'll play the story of every single one. I'm not going to grind it, though. Yeah. Uh, another one is uh, Fallout, Fallout 76. Even though I didn't play it, I'm glad I didn't. Because I, <laughs> you know, your boy steady caught that shit early on during fucking E3 for, like, what, 200 fucking dollars? Thank God fucking Walmart <laughs> gypped me. <laughs> yeah, man. You you, you were kind of saved by, saved by the bell with that one. I, I still, even though I, the game wasn't good, I still would have fucking loved that helmet in the collector's edition and the steelbooks. I'm still a big fan of Fallout. Yeah, but maybe they needed this, like, mishap to now, in the future, you're going to actually really see some good effort from them because that didn't really feel like it was their best. <laughs> I game late this year, there's going to be some fucking updates pumping out and it's gonna make the game so much better and people are gonna play people are gonna say oh it should have been like this when it was launched it's like well that's it for most games but then there's also publishing and shit like that that pushes it out very early well i mean i have to agree with you on the destiny 2 man uh you know that i bought it when it came out even though technically destiny 2 came out last year like or well, not last year now like 2017 like winter yeah i was i was talking about the forsaken dlc because i knew that qualified as 2018 right and that's the thing that i think we need to start taking into consideration when you have games that come out during the holidays and they have dlc or they have online features and added content that technically still counts for the next year because you're going to be playing that game even though it it released in that year before it, it's still pretty much getting more and more gameplay and more and more stories and all, all sorts of stuff is still being added to it so it technically is being constantly released going into the year ahead and uh you know i really was hoping that they would have got destiny 2 down but i know that you were posting something about it today or the other day about the the news with Bungie and Activision. Yeah, well, I wanna I wanna save that bit for the ex, the games I'm excited for in 2019. Okay, stuff. but I have one more game for the worst games of 2019 or 18 or whatever. Okay, um, yeah, go for it. This doesn't really qualify, but I thought I would add it in because I got gypped and cucked myself in 2018 when I <laughs> I uh, pre-ordered on PlayStation, not at GameStop, so I can't cancel this. 
I am stuck with this shit. I pre-ordered the Walking Dead Ultimate Edition. You know, the overkill shit, which is mm. fucking doing horrible right now. The whole live stream of it where the Shroud was there and they played it and it went horrible. Like the game kept crashing, the game kept bugging out. There's it's it's in a it's in a very, very bad state. And we didn't see that when the trailers were coming out because we thought the game was going to be something completely different than it actually was. But I thought that would be something worthy to add to this worst of 2018 list. Well, and I, I didn't know much about that whole game and that story until I think you were the one that told me about it. And you, you sent me a couple links to some, some videos. videos. Yeah, and I watched that and I was like, ooh. That's the thing about pre-orders, man. Like, I think pre-orders are kind of a dying thing for a lot of people as far as you know not knowing what you're really going to get until you get it uh the only thing that i think people pre-order for is uh the bonuses for the because, extra shit. yeah in a in a day of digital sales there's no worry about oh i gotta pre-order this because they're not gonna have enough anymore so that's that's not the case anymore so mm-hmm. when you you know watch e3 and stuff you just got to be careful about that hype at Fallout 76, man. That's all you got to keep saying, man. Because that, that was yeah. on there, too. I thought that if it was good, that I would have picked it up and we could have all played you together, played I think. Yeah, I played it, but I didn't buy it. But I, yeah, I played it that one night and I had the most boring time of my life. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I mean, I streamed it. that whole argument with fucking Bakugan and shit. Yeah, yeah, man. It was it wasn't. Everything other than me actually playing the game was more interesting than the game I was playing. Like, I was just walking around and I just felt like, what am I doing again? (laughs) Did you see, like, an actual NPC? Because I know that there was, like, the whole audio clips and everything to tell you how to do shit. Was there an actual PC in the game? Answer that question. I mean, there's robots and then there's, like, audio files that are kind of supposed to be, like, lore that you can find. But their biggest thing was like well everybody you see in the game is going to be other players and that kind of sounds cool on paper three every an hour yeah it was pretty empty it it just wasn't it just wasn't good man uh as far as like what they hyped it up to be and they took the l for that were there a server um i'm not sure I think that it probably had a pretty big drop off. I think word of mouth got around of like how bad it was or how disappointing it was. And people started to like drop off or stay away from it. I'm not sure. I I do want to mention one more, uh, well, two more games real quick, but one of them is kind of like destiny Two, where it came out the year prior. So we're really talking about 2017, but it's still getting content to this day. So it would have been a game I would have technically bought in 2017. I would have played all last year. And who knows, I might still be playing today in 2019. But that was Star Wars Battlefront 2. I'm a Star Wars fan. Um, A little Mm -hmm. iffy on the new ones. I mentioned that in the best of 2018 movie episode. played the second Battlefront 2. It looks nice, man. DICE makes beautiful looking games. And I like the Battlefield series, but that... With the microtransactions and everything, it just Ooh. is disappointing, man. When you're hyped up for a game, and and you can relate because of Fallout seventy six, you're 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 willing to hand over your money and your wallet to these people, and you like the um, 
the content or like whatever it is. So like for you, you, you like the fallout universe. I like the star Wars universe, you know, stuff like that. So at its core, you you're feeling like I should be excited for this. I shouldn't have any worries. I'm going to like this, but then like, there's all this greedy fuck shit that happens. And I just had to step away from it. So it's just like a missed opportunity. And you just feel like, oh, well, that's something I was looking forward to, but now I just got to completely avoid it. So Battlefront 2, and just to, this is my last game, but Battlefield 5, uh, I was really actually looking forward to that this past winter, and uh, that was disappointing too. <laughs> and Didn't they get in trouble for doing something? Didn't something just happen with Battlefield 5? I thought something just happened. Let me actually look this up yeah look it up because i'm not sure i know that obviously it had all that controversy uh before uh before it came out and uh you know pre-order sales everything was not looking too good for the game but i out of call of duty out of fortnite PUBG, all these shooter games overwatch whatever i i feel like battlefield is the game that i'm the best at like i can have the most fun but i actually feel like i can hold my own I'm not MLG or anything, but I like the gameplay. It sucks that they didn't go any further than World War II because why do we need that? Uh, Call of Duty was just there. This, you know, this kind of move up ahead. Let's get more modern. Yeah, just hopefully they'll add content to it. I know they are going to do a battle royale mode, so we'll see what that looks like. But I feel like a game when it comes out needs to stand on its own. DLC added content is bonus i only i don't think of dlc as like part of the core experience it's extra and so if i have to wait a year after a game releases for it to actually live up to the potential and the hype that it was set up when it was coming out then you know i i I don't really mess with that so battlefield 5 fallout 76 destiny 2 and Um, battlefront 2 are like the games that i don't don't mess with yeah uh the whole controversy for battlefield 5 remember now uh was they they had this little tiny rant on twitter or wherever that it was basically saying if you don't like it don't buy it and what do you know people didn't buy it <laughs> because the trailers weren't good yeah the trailers weren't good they had like nothing backing it there was no hype built around it it was it was it was bad publishing it was, it was bad marketing that's just it the game itself it's not that bad, but it's not that good. So it, there was nothing to build the hype on. It was just Battlefield 1, or better graphics. That's about it. Well, and you know, EA, they're, they're fucking killing games. Uh, they're like a poison. I can't believe that in this day and age of social media and everything, that they don't know that people don't like them and they're the, that they're considered <laughs> the bad guys right now. But um, they need to let go of Star Wars. They need to let go of all these other um, properties. But when it comes to Battlefield Five and Dice, Dice more specifically, they need to chill. Like they can put out really good games, but EA has them putting out things like every year. And I'm thinking you can't do that nowadays, especially when they're games that are focused on online play. You, can't, you have to create a game, then you have to support the game for like another year or so. So how are you supposed to support Battlefield 1 and then make Battlefield 5 and then, you know, and then make Battlefront 2 and then fix that? It just felt like you, you fucked yourself. Please just let DICE get, have the time to do their thing. 
yeah so that's my that's my little spill on that man I, I it's it's like the the games at their core should be good fallout 76 should be good like an online fallout experience should work if done right like and and the companies that make these games they know better they get lazy and they feel like well there's already an established fan base we'll just shove this shit out there and uh, we'll just day one patch it and we'll just like you know fill it up with different things along the way and i feel like that's that's bad practices that we need to you know stop these companies from doing before we enter this next generation here in the next year or two like there's rumors that we're gonna get announcements or or at least see the next gen consoles and i know a lot of us i know i'm gonna try to move on to pc this year and i know that you're already making moves in that direction so yeah whose fault is that though i feel like if consoles you know and now we both have our own reasons for wanting to go into pc other than gaming as well but if consoles gave us more of a reason to stay they're gonna kind of scare away their core audience and their core fans that we've been you know sticking with them this whole time the only problem i think there is right now is the whole exclusives and i think they forgot that for a couple years like the xbox 360 was fucking pumped with exclusive same through playstation 3 the whole uncharted most of the uncharted series was on playstation 3 and same for halo and shit like that on the xbox but I feel like when PlayStation 4 first came out, it was like for a few years, there wasn't really any exclusives coming out. And I didn't realize that until now, really. Yeah, I, I can only recall like Uncharted 4, Killzone, yeah. and stuff like that. This year was pretty big, though. But I mean, we're, we're almost at the end of the, the cycle. <laughs> so so where where we at? I know that there's supposed to be some more this, this year in 2019, but... They better like have some exclusive titles like for the launch of the consoles because if they don't and they have like fucking call of duty or some ea fucking game then they're they're gone that's already shit and, I, and you know what i'm gonna go ahead and throw this in here before top five best and get this bad taste out of our mouth but xbox microsoft you're disappointing people you know i want all y'all to do good i want nintendo to do good i want sony to do good i want microsoft because you it's going to keep the competition up and everybody's going to be pushed to do better but microsoft xbox one just dropped the ball this whole generation but this year they had like no exclusives like i think they have sea of thieves and then even that people were saying that it was like early access so yeah, i don't know man beta, really I think or something yeah like that. but that's the kind of shit that we need to like put a pinch on because they're the these big companies are thinking they can get away with like these tactics and it's not working when when you're shoveling 60 plus dollars say you pre-order it say you get like a collector's or ultimate edition for a game and you're getting like there's free games out there that are better and have more content like come on now let's let's think about that so i i have faith in xbox as far as the next generation and even games that are coming out this year supposedly i really want them to do well i bought an xbox one when they first came out and then it wasn't until like uh, a year and a half i got a ps4 so see like i i want I, I like the controller better i i want it to do well but the lack of exclusives i mean sony kicked their ass this year and not only that 
then they whistled and said hey nintendo you want some and nintendo came in and beat their ass too and i was like golly man like where are y'all at microsoft yeah yeah like hey smash brothers you want some yeah sure go 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 you know mario tennis aces you know or something you know all these other nintendo titles and sony titles like that's that's the thing you're always going to have your third party support and even the switch is starting to get that but microsoft dude you can't live off of ea games like sports games and call of duties and stuff like that you gotta have games that are gonna separate you from the pack you gotta have god of wars you gotta have spider-mans you gotta have freaking breath of the wilds you need something and you can't cancel them like they that that dragon scale or something that was supposed to come out and got canceled like come on man do better do better that version of uh, uh monster hunter or whatever it is monster hunter world yeah just have like their own like crazy fucking title yeah it just seems like you have the potential we've seen it before i mean like I know i think gears of war comes out next year and we'll get into that later but there's they used to be the exclusive king in my eyes i mean halo was really attractive like growing up playing 360. gears of war is pretty much fucking dead halo is fucking dead any other exclusive that was relevant like 10 years ago is dead i know they're killing it with forza though i know that people really enjoy forza and hey look yeah, but who, like, honestly buys a fucking Xbox? So like, hey, let's play Forza and just play nothing but that, you know? Nobody just wants to play a fucking racing game all the time. Yeah, I mean, there are some people out there, but, I mean, that's a lot of money to spend for just one game. You know, at least when you buy Sony or even Nintendo, you're getting more than just one or two games that are only on those systems. Plus, you're also getting all mm-hmm. the games that are coming out across the board so hey i mean some people probably bought systems this year just to play fortnite and that's a free game so (laughs) i mean you never know man you never know but i know that that's a that's a game that i see a lot and you know like i know a lot of people that stream on mixer and mixer is a microsoft thing so you know that's kind of an exclusive thing to the xbox because we can't stream on mixer using playstation you know that's a cool platform to try out and stream there's a lot of cool people in that community and it just sucks that it's restricted to a console or you know technically pc as well but not a lot of people have anymore really are interested in and they're they're so desperate in my opinion that they've done the whole game pass thing you know which is a cool idea actually and i think that's kind of the future as far as like paying a subscription kind of like a netflix for video games mm-hmm. but i feel like I that was their Origin way did that already for a little bit i think they're still doing that who did the ea or origin or some shit oh yeah yeah ea ea access or something yeah 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 where it was like a but that's like the thing that's just ea games i mean with the cast yeah, and even playstation now yeah right i mean i know that i tried it because you would be able to play like madden two days before it came out like you had like uh, early access games like that yeah but who wants to play those you know older older games you already got a playstation 2 that you've been fucking playing yeah well okay yeah so i was thinking about that as i was saying that as older older games i like retro stuff i guess it's just like why do i want to play battlefield hardline when there's like two other battlefields out there you know and that's Mm -hmm. a game that's like primarily multiplayer 
like when you play like ps2 and nintendo and those kind of retro stuff sega or whatever those are you know they don't really need internet you know you can just play by yourself or with a friend two player on the couch yeah when i had an xbox 360 i played for nothing but single player games it wasn't until i got my fucking xbox one that i started getting xbox live and meeting new people and friends like i played the fucking lego game i played bully i played fucking every single player game you could play on xbox 360 because we were broke you know i didn't i didn't have the money for xbox live so i just played games well and then the 360 had a lot of titles man like mm-hmm. there was a lot of games that were I'd buy an Xbox 360 again just to play some of those titles again. Me too. I want it just for the fact of playing NCAA 14 football, college football game that they don't make anymore. But mm-hmm. I do that just. I do that to play Skate, Skate 2, Skate 3, fucking all of those again. Well, see, now that's the thing that Microsoft would look at you and go, "Well, Denji, we got you." Uh, with the Xbox Game Pass, you can even go back and play Xbox, the original Xbox games, and we have backwards compatibility with the Game Pass. You can play a lot of 360 titles. That I remember the game I was going to say that I was wanting to play. It was a State of the K2 with the Game Pass. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I played yeah. the first one on Xbox One, and I fucking love that game. It's pretty fun. The first one, the zo- you're talking about State of Decay. For those who don't know, like the zombie game. Yeah 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 so you like zombie games like you know very unique too you know like you had this whole group of people and you switch between these people you know and you can get depressed you can get fucking um unhealthy you can get sick you can get all of these other illnesses and you'd have to switch your characters and some were worse some were better some you'd like use all the time and they die and then you'd have to like use other characters and get their strength up and there was just so many possibilities like and outcomes for your characters and for your camp there's a different outcome pretty much almost every time so you could play it as many times as you want and have a different outcomes. so there's like a lot of replay value some oh, more yeah. depth and and you know it felt like a really cool survival game like it, it kind of has more of a premise from what you're telling me of like if you were to go through the zombie apocalypse you would set up base with a group of strangers and you guys would go out and scavenge for like supplies and you know just try to survive yeah. and increase your defenses and do all that that's it sounds fun um i just didn't hear much about the second one this year i did a lot and i wanted to play it so goddamn bad because like it, it didn't have that uh that big thing that sold the first game which was like you can switch between characters i don't think at least you had like two characters that you could pick or there was like a set of two characters that you switch between that were pre-picked. You can pick like one between like six pairs or something like that. And uh, mm-hmm. you find a group where I didn't watch much of it. I just watched like the, the first minutes of it. Yeah. Something yeah. Like I mean, it, it. there's like a lot of games that I want to check out. I just, I don't, I don't say, it, I won't say I don't have the time, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it, you just. It's not at your, it's on the top of your list. Yeah, and it's well, and it's just not how it used to be. I used to play a lot of games. I mean, I would rent something if I enjoyed it enough, I'd buy it. Renting now is not as easy. I mean, I go to Redbox, but they have a very limited selection. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, maybe if they allowed you to down rent 
things digitally or something to kind of like mm -hmm. encourage you to just go ahead and keep it and buy it you already downloaded it why don't you just go ahead and keep it and maybe if you rented it like you took price yeah but what if they gave you a discount so like say you rented a game digitally and then they're like all right well if you want to keep it this is this is your opportunity to get that discount so whatever you spent to rent it you take off the initial price but if you don't if you try to buy it later it's full price you know like it's like with movies like you could just rent the movie for a certain amount of time you have like a week to play it or you have a few days to watch the movie and like hey yeah on, like let us do that playstation you want to you want to take us up on this idea you know hit your boy up yeah hit us up because i know your playstation now sucks bad <laughs> uh, because it's streaming it's like literally streaming like you when you're watching something on netflix not downloading that whole tv show and then you're watching it like that's what the xbox game pass does this is like literally streaming a bit by bit so there's a lot of lag and just different things where it's just like come on just make it easy and just let me download a game at a time and then you know, the um, easiest time in the whole gaming industry with discs and shit and shit was xbox 360 when you can put a game in and fucking play it that instant oh yeah i mean and, and and that goes way before that but that's like the last time that that happened because that was when i was yeah that's when that was my generation was like yeah near yeah the end of it, so well think about like this um how many times have you gotten a game recently for like the playstation 4 this generation you got home and you know let's just let's let's play this scenario real quick and then we're going to get into our top five people we promise <laughs> um but one of the things that i used to look forward to was pre-ordering a game getting it uh at gamestop or wherever uh on midnight or at midnight coming home and playing it and then going to bed because i probably had school or something to do the next day now in time and nowadays it's you go and get a game if you still do that but you bring it home and just to put it in and allow it to download and then that's just <laughs> the game and then you probably have a day one patch and there's just always updates and there's limited amount of space like i have a 500 gig system and most of the time if i rent or buy a game i have to manage and delete something yeah i, I just got the new playstation the spider-man one the playstation 4 pro so it's got like a terabyte and there's a whole extra terabyte because i have the external hard drive nice yeah. i'm still fucking yeah. running out of space yeah because i mean when these games constantly update every week you know some more than others and a lot of the times it's maybe a game on there that you never really play but it's constantly updating every week by the way that spider-man ps4 is nice as fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know i fucking saw that shit what e3 and i was like yeah gotcha. it's time for an upgrade no, nah, that was a nice purchase, man. Um, well, let's um, let's get into some positive stuff because I feel like we're just like destroying the video game industry right now. But uh, I mean, hey, it's not all it's not all perfect, and like there are some things that I feel like they need to address moving forward. And if I have the opportunity and the platform to discuss that stuff, I mean, might as well. So, but anyways, uh, let's go ahead and get into our top five of 2018, man. I mean kind of been shitting on the video game industry <laughs> this whole uh you are the guest ng so uh i'm gonna let you start at number five and so tell tell the listeners and me like what you picked and then also just why you picked that game yeah pretty self-explanatory number five no <laughs> uh 
Uh, you're gonna be surprised by this one, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, my number five, actually, is Fortnite. Oh. Yeah, my number five on my list is Fortnite. Now, it's not, it's, I've, I've thought this in my head over so many fucking times. But it's not for the reason you think. I mean, it's not for the, oh, because I was good at, oh, because, like, it, it's Fortnite and strength. No, it's because the memories I had with friends and the amount of time I spent with my friends and how I got to fucking know you through Fortnite. I know that sounds yeah. weird, but it's true. You know, no, I met true. you. Yeah, I, I first met you on Ark, but then I officially met you through playing with you, like on Fortnite. You know, and mm. I bonded over with Jackson. I bonded over with you. I bonded over with literally everybody over Fortnite. You know, so it, it's like the Destiny thing. If it wasn't without Destiny, I wouldn't be here today. If it wasn't without Fortnite. I wouldn't be here today, you know. I wouldn't be talking to you, maybe right now. And um, I'm not gonna hold that against you, man. I'm not gonna judge you. I, you know, we've had so many ups and downs with. And don't get me wrong, it's not that bad of a game. It's just the community, no. the developers that fucking dug that shit to the grave. No, you're absolutely right, man. Because I mean, we did play, and we had a lot of time, even though we were. I was trash. Uh, I'm still trash. Um, we played so... during the golden era. We got wins. We were good during like everybody else was like around that same thing nobody was better nobody was worse you know that was the golden era it was um the best time to play that game i think i really do i have a lot of good memories of that man and you're right that i got so many other people and we spent so much time playing it so i actually for the sake of all that and the amount of time i did play at the beginning of 2018 so about this time last year uh i i almost put it on my list it's not on my list um but i can completely uh see where you're coming from and mm -hmm. it would probably be my number six if i have to add that in right now because like you said it's not a terrible game it's fun it's addictive uh <laughs> the battle royale uh whole concept is fun i think i suck at building uh but you know for us on ps4 that was like our first battle royale experience really and we didn't have PUBG. and h1z1 comes out later that year but yeah man we had a good time the game now though what do you think of it now like as we talk and record today um yeah i just i can't play the game anymore there's just everybody's trying to be the next big thing you know in that fucking game trying as hard as they can until their fucking fingers bleed you know and that's just not me which is why when they announced the fucking whole like golden era rerun thing or the classic the mode old... yeah the classic mode which is why i'm excited for that but it's not here yet so i'll probably play it again we'll, i'll probably play it again when that comes out but honestly it's just going to be the same it's there's just the same people just different items and a different map that they actually grew up on you know mm -hmm. so it, it's not really gonna be all that different it's just that that whole era of fun for me at least in fortnite is over so well there's a there's a couple things i'll add to that you're right i think that people saw ninja people saw a lot of different things about the game and it just changed your experience i remember dropping into fortnite for the first couple of times like and just dropping in there's such an excitement because you didn't really know the map you didn't have strategies you were just there with your friends having fun trying to survive this whole 
you and your friends or even just you by yourself playing solos against uh you know 99 other people was crazy and it was exciting um so nowadays it's like a whole different game mm-hmm. and and when you're talking about a game where it is competitive and there is like an esports kind of push on it it's hard to get good at the game i feel like this is my opinion if you're constantly changing things and adding and taking away things it doesn't feel like you're ever going to have stable ground and the game's still in early access so i if the game had like more of like a core experience um that you could always rely on playing like a ranked mode almost that was like yeah. hey we don't put everything was, in this mode that was actually in the woodworks i thought was like a ranked mode or that was talked about or some big name streamer talked about it. i just know that that has been dropped name dropped a few times was the whole yeah. ranked mode and everything there is also the one mode that we played for a little bit which was the respawn mode or whatever it was yeah like that, the like, like the 50 v 50 stuff uh whatever it was we like were able to respawn and shit airplane yeah like the team death match uh kind of vibe yeah see that was the thing i i see on one hand i'm like oh you 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 added too much to this game you should have chilled out i was happy to see that they were supporting it they were really good about addressing problems most of the time when they happen you know whatever money they were making they were putting back in the game and that was always nice so i applaud them on that I can understand why people play it today, why people like the game and have fun with it. Uh, you know, I've played it sporadically recently, like in the fall and winter. Um, but will I ever be into it as much as I did at the beginning? Probably not. Uh, what about you? You don't see yourself really picking it up in 2019 as much? I mean, what would they have to do for you to go get back into Fortnite? Uh, new map. New map. That's why you like this whole conversation is making me want to play pubgs because it's so unexplored you know there's three fucking maps you know imagine like all of us the whole crew getting in there me you jackson matt whoever else you know hopping in a whole new map whole new mm-hmm. strategy whole new game style but just battle royale you know the same thing that that'd be a lot of fun you know just like new mechanics getting used to this shit it's we're noobs again you know and there's no building it's just it's just gunfight we need to we need to look into that man i mean i know that some games that we're looking forward to this year but you know, I, I was thinking about PUBG recently. I was like, you know, it might be fun to try out. We'll see. We'll see. Because I like the Battle Royale experience. I, I'm not, I'm also curious what happened to H1Z1. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I felt like that was kind of like a take a break from Fortnite, play this. But then I just, I don't know what happened. We, we, we seem to be the type of gamers that there are so many games out there that we could probably find ourselves playing for a while, but we end up just kind of switching around and going from game to game, which is, you know, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, because when you are playing a competitive game, you're never able to really build and keep your rhythm and consistency because you're you're switching games and game types and stuff. And, you know, but, you know, when we did play H1Z1, which is a game that we should mentioned in this episode because we did play it for a good bit uh i know i did I and, and, and it was fun mentions yeah yeah we should have yeah that's like a late mention because I, I know we did play that and we we had fun with it we just never got into it as much as fortnite for some reason and i don't know why but you know it, it's a different game now than it was when it first came out on ps4 but maybe with PUBG and stuff like i don't know if i ever go back to 
Fortnite, H1Z1, or even Blackout, because I'm not going to buy Black Ops 4 for all of that. I don't really care for the Call of Duty multiplayer, so I would only be buying that game for one mode. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I'm good on that. So uh, Fortnite is your number five. That doesn't surprise me, but then it does, because I, I'm going to be interested to see what, what is on your list. And look, if you guys are listening to this and you like Fortnite, you play Fortnite, Look, keep doing your thing. Hopefully you're having a good time with it. You enjoy it. But, you know, it's like anything. It's not for everybody. So, you know, number the rest of the numbers aren't that surprising. They're pretty um, regular, I guess. So, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I, I think you might and might not be surprised with my number five, dude. Um, this game. <laughs> now, this is this is why I gave that little. You know, heads up at the beginning of this episode, this is a game that did not come out in 2018, but I think it's worthy of being on this list because even though I didn't play it as much as these other games and everything, uh, it's the, the late blooming and the, the way I found this game. My number five for 2018 is actually Titanfall 2. <laughs> oh, and, and it's it's a game that came out in 2016. It's by Respawn. When it comes to Timefall 2, man, it, I got it for five bucks at this place called uh, it's like a it was just like a cheap store. Forgot their name. If I think about it, I'll I'll, I'll plug them. But um, Timefall 2 is fun, man. Multiplayer's fast paced, really cool. Just the fact that you get a first person shooter and you also get this kind of like mech, you know, gameplay as far as having your Titan and and like that robot, you know, suit <laughs> kind of gameplay. So you kind of almost get like two different games in one and you get like a lot of different gameplay features with that and it changes the way that you approach uh, the game as a whole, especially on multiplayer because I haven't really been able to tap into the first player or the the story mode because of my PS4 controller being jacked up, but uh, (laughs) I will very soon. And I've heard a lot of good things about it too. So there you go. That's another thing. But man, for that price and everything, it's... It's definitely worth checking out. It's one of the best shooters I've played in a while. And it, it, it falls into that category of being like a futuristic, you know, wall jumping jetpack kind of thing that I know a lot of people either don't like or they do like. But uh, for this game, it really fits. It was done it's, well. It was. And this it, it's very smooth. And supposedly, we might be getting a Titanfall 3 this year or an announcement for it. So Probably if an you. I hope so. I mean, like, uh, it's something because I was really impressed with this game. It shocked me that it went under the radar and not that many people were playing it. But for $5, for the amount of time that I've put into it and the fun that I've gotten out of it, I was like, yeah, man, that's definitely out of because I didn't play every game that came out in 2018. So I had to add this in uh, for number five. And you played it. Mm-hmm. Definitely an honorable mention. Yeah, it, if you haven't checked out Timefall 2, it's usually on sale. You could probably find it for pretty cheap. I got it for fucking six bucks, which was like the deluxe edition and everything. So it was on the place. Before. Exactly. I mean, like you get the whole deluxe ultimate super duper version for just like cheap. But yeah, that's my number five, dude. I mean, it came out in 2016, but it, it was it came out at a time where I guess a lot of other games were coming out. I forgot which ones came out at that exact time, but it overshadowed Timefall 2 and the fact that it's EA 
and 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 you know respawn makes it but ea is like i think the publisher i think that's how that works kind of like how bungie makes destiny but activision's the publisher i think i got not that anymore. right yeah not anymore but that's <laughs> that's how it should be with timefall too man uh yeah. people look at ea and they just go uh yuck and they spit on the ground so <laughs> i think that's what kind of pushed people away from it but yeah definitely check it out uh if you like first person shooters go ahead and pick it up it's pretty cheap so that's my number five man I just had a good explanation for this. This probably, yes, these are my f top five games, but these are definitely the games that had the most impact on me this year. Yeah. So like, this is why I feel like honorable mentions is probably going to be my favorite segment in this podcast. Well, it, and, and not everybody is a professional uh, video game reviewer, YouTuber who gets to play every single game and has the money or time to play every game to its fullest. So, I mean, I just looked at this list as, okay, what were the games that, like you said, had the most impact, that I spent the most time, that I had the most fun, regardless of when or, you know, when they came out or uh, just anything other than the fact that it didn't have to just be, oh, this game came out in 2018. So that's why I threw that and a couple other games on this list so denji man go ahead and throw me your number four all right even though this game i have a love-hate relationship with some days i can be fucking mlg some days i can be worse than my fucking aunt playing the game that can only see half of her eye okay but it is rainbow six siege rainbow six siege on my number four and it is because it's the game that i think I, we have that ongoing joke you know uh, with the whole fucking wish thing. This is the only <laughs> game that I'm probably decent at, and probably because I've been playing it for fucking ever. <laughs> yeah, I play it pretty consistently with uh, your boy Killian that you know recently met. And we, yeah, we've squatted up before. Like, there's yeah. a couple of us that have it. Yeah, very, yeah. very rarely, but it's most so me and Killian that constantly play it. So, uh, why, what, like, when did you get into Siege? What about it do you like? Uh, oh, like, God. why, why do you think that you're, that's the game that you're good at? Like, out of all the other first-person shooters out there, why would Siege be the game that you like? Is it the game style? Is it the gunplay? Like, yeah, I got you. Um, let's see. When, when did I first start playing it? Yeah. You know, I first started playing it. We, we talked about this actually a while back. Was getting this game. And I think this is when you first started doing all this. Funny enough, uh, this game came out on PlayStation uh, for sale for like 20 bucks. And I quicked yoinked that shit because I knew I was going to play it. I knew this was a really good deal. I haven't seen this game on sale since then, by the way. This was like a, a year ago or some shit. Uh, I, I've been playing it ever since. And then you picked it up uh, not mm -hmm. long after... But I don't remember how much you picked it up for. It was on sale. The gun, the gunplay is very, very unique. I think. I mean, there's insurgency with insurgency, which is another style like that. Which I don't know if there's any of the same developers or not. I feel like I have a very quick reaction time, and the reaction time is probably the most important in this game. And strategy and team comp and stuff like that. Which I, which I uh, feel like if you have a full team and if. Like, that guy that I saw on Twitter, he has a full team, and I swear to God, he doesn't lose a single fucking game. But it's like, if you have a strategy down for each map, and like, you're that MLG, which I'm not that MLG, uh, <laughs> you can literally win every game. Like, it's ridiculous. 
because like you can put so much time and effort and you think you're good at the game but it's like you find someone else better and you're just like shit i gotta be better than them now you know it's like i always gotta push myself to be better and i love that you know i, mm-hmm. I can always get better at this game you know i can always get a better response time i can always find new things and new maps i can always find new places to go new places to hide new places to look out new places to sit and wait for people new places to go and roam you know for mm-hmm. defending and attacking and there's the whole getting new characters and stuff and using them and like i have my few mains that i use which is another very cool part of the game is having your own characters and stuff you get to pick one per game uh frost which is the lady with the bear traps um this is the one lady with the windows the one-way mir- mirrors you can see out, but they can't see in. Mm. Those are pretty OP, but the gun is like, uh, it's like a SMG, so it's not very accurate. This is pretty ridiculous, but it's, it's a pretty good character. Uh, Fuse, I use him pretty oftenly. So I, I get some plays with him. There's a few other characters, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But I've made some pretty funny plays, and there's some pretty funny moments I have saved on my PlayStation, which I eventually want to make a little video of. And there's just, we have a, I have a very good time killing we have the same sense of humor it's just you make jokes that are good or bad and we always laugh at the end of the day so it's just a fun time at the end of the day yeah i've had a lot of fun playing it whenever i have gotten into it uh you gotta get into it you can't just like loft around in that game not play it for a month and then play it again like oh just fuck around this isn't a game you really fuck around on unless you play it regularly you know like you have because that's what me mm-hmm. and Kelly have you know we have like this whole rinse and repeat thing like we don't pick a character we let it pick for us that's the challenge but then we just kind of bullshit and make jokes and just talk just kind of play you know it's nothing really strategy guided when I fucking play by myself I do pretty well and when I really want to I'll play hard and go in and plus ultra that bitch <laughs> well you know I think that the fact that they're not making sequels and that they keep adding content and adding characters is really cool and the fact that um you know you can see it in black ops 4 in other games like it's not a hero shooter but like you said there's different characters that have different styles and different weapons and abilities and this off like without a story just online mode and just consistently without any sequels like well they've had the whole rainbow uh, thing going but like this is the only one that's like been like this the only game that's pulled this off which i think is hilarious and amazing and um there's a huge fan base for it and it's really fun to watch like when people are really good at rainbow six siege man it's it's something else i mean the fact that i I like the the concept of like the walls everything can pretty much blow up and break and you can shoot through and i like the the there's a reason for everything. There's a reason for everybody on your team. Everybody plays a role. Team comp is really important, especially because you're switching from offense to defense. And uh, so strategy and communication really come into play. But also just, you know, I take it for granted in other games, but you can aim down the sights, but then you can kind of cock it to the left or the right, you know, at that angle. And I think that's really nice. The gunplay is superb in Rainbow mm-hmm. Six Siege. Yeah. So I... I I totally understand why you have that on your list, man, because you put in more time than I have. And, uh, I feel like if, because uh, I know that you've put some time into it and I would too. I just, it, it's one of those games too with any online game, but when you pair up with randos, it can either go one way or the other. But with a game like that, where there is like team killing and stuff, you can find some uh, toxic players. Wrong, and 
it's just as toxic as fucking Fortnite and Call of Duty, but that's like, if it pisses people off, I mean, I've met some pretty good, I met a fucking artist on there, I've, I sent you his account too, he draws like comic book shit, and he's fucking good at it, and he's really cool dude, I follow him on Instagram now. That's the cool thing about online play and video games, is the fact of being able to meet other people that, you know, you can connect with and can play with. Um, because with everybody's schedules and stuff, it's not easy to really link up and hang out. And some of people, some people who play video games, some of their fondest memories of playing video games is with other people when they were growing up, you know, on the couch, split screen or, you know, two player co-ops and, you know, stuff like this. I, and I think the thing about Siege 2 is the five on five, um, keeping it very small and tight. That, that works out, um, you know, because you have games like Battlefield. Um, and now even with battle royales where there's just so many people so you have to always be on the lookout for so many other players in the game but when you have that five on five i mean it's tight you got that really nice squad going it's it can be a really good it can be a really good time and a good game uh you know given for me at least the right uh circumstances like having a full squad practicing you know finding that character that not only that you think looks cool because <laughs> i know that's what a lot of people do in games like in something like overwatch or something they go well that character looks cool i'm gonna just play them or in fighting games you gotta find that one that you're really good at and matches up mm -hmm. with your play style and so you can benefit the whole team uh without just you know running around bringing the team down so well siege that's a that's a good number four pick, man. I I I respect that. I I so far I I, I you know there's nothing. That I go yeah, you know I spit on the ground. Spit on him. Um, yeah, disrespect. Uh, number four for me, man, is a, a shooter. It's a free to play game. Um, it's a game that I put in some time this year. Had a good time. Uh, I think you get a lot of bang for your buck, but in this case, there is no buck because it's free. So uh, uh, there's a lot of different modes to it. You have uh, some PvP, you got some PvE, and you know what? Recently, they even added uh, their version of Battle Royale, but number four for me is Warface. Uh, <laughs> if you have uh, PS4, I think it probably would be on Xbox sure. as well. Maybe not. Who knows? Uh, but it probably is on PC too. It's been out for a while, but Warface is a free-to-play first-person shooter. It has a lot of similarities to Call of Duty, but with a lot of Battlefield influences as far as having classes. I don't know how to describe this one. I just, I don't know. I wouldn't how to describe Warframe. It's, it's unique. It's it, it it is unique in the sense that I had a lot more fun playing the PVE, like when me, yeah. you, and some other people would group up and do some of the raids. You know, kind of like a Destiny vibe where like we go through like this uh, gauntlet skyscraper. That was fun. We haven't even beat the the to, big we one. Need to fucking do that. We got close though. We we should try and do that sometime. We did. Yeah, man. And I and you know I like the I like the teamwork in that because you have like a medic. Yeah, so they, so they can revive people and heal people. You guys, sniper, the rifleman with ammo. Like there's, it's like fucking siege. You have a task and there's a reason for it. Like your character depends, like you depend on the rest of the team and your team depends on you. Yeah, you don't just like have a whole team of riflemen because 
you're gonna yeah. you're gonna die because <laughs> you have nobody to revive you have um nobody give armor so you know i like that concept of it it doesn't really work as well in the pvp um you know because like say you're an armor character um and i don't i don't even know if that's a specific name but you know you can give uh armor to the engineer thank you uh they have smgs uh they have like little claymores and stuff but you're not really going to get an opportunity in in um warface to run up to your teammate and heal them and do all that stuff because the game itself seems like it's pretty fast paced and it's always pushing you into action so it's it's constantly having something going on now in pve there's more of an opportunity for you know hey i need mm -hmm. some health over here i need some ammo and you can work together more as a team so um yeah i i had really i had a really good time with it this year um when i did play it i've kind of since not played it as much but um you know when it comes to free to play games that's an easy sale to your friends if you enjoy that game um and it's also like hey why not check it out if you don't like it you don't lose anything you know maybe some time but you can delete it but you know uh, for a game like that i think that they had a lot of content and there's a lot there for uh if you don't feel like getting black ops 4 or if you were going to get battlefield 5 and you're just still looking for another shooter um you know it's a good substitute uh so you know warface if you haven't heard of it check it out uh it's it's actually that, a pretty good uh, time engineers have the smgs and the, oh, the claymores how uh, the medics have the shotguns um you know the riflemen have rifles and automatic ars which is i just said the same thing twice too and then snipers have snipers and and the snipers really that's all they do they don't have any other abilities i don't think and the riflemen just give ammo but the medics they, yeah they have shotguns which are cool but then they're not cool because sometimes you're going to be in a situation yeah, close where range and only close range like you can there's nothing in between that unless you have a pistol and you're like gonna it's gonna be pretty hard to hit your shots with the pistol yeah from medium to long range yeah i guess like their whole you're going to be able to run into the thick of things and hold your own to revive mm -hmm. teammates or heal and do stuff like that so but yeah like check out warface if you, if you haven't checked it out it's it's free so you know no. why not check it out uh what's your uh what's your number three denji uh my number three i think this is like actually the perfect spot for this too is spider-man oh wow this is gonna be interesting okay yeah spider-man i i have played since I've had a fucking Wii, since I've had a DS, since I've had Xbox 360, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, you get it. I, I've played Spider-Man games. Like, I've played Spider-Man games on a fucking emulator. i played a Spider-Man game on my DS. i played, like, the Amazing Spider-Man games on my Xbox 360. And, and this one, without a doubt, my favorite one. Because the storytelling, just the interactions, just how you... The fighting... It's got it's like the Arkham Knight games, which I I, I did play the Arkham, the last one mm -hmm. with Red Hood or whatever. The Batman. Yeah. Um. The web slinging. Oh my god, I can do that just on my free time. When I first got my computer and I tested out like the the software for the PlayStation, mm -hmm. I played Spider-Man. I just swung around the city listening to music. Just that's just all I did. 
and it I, without a doubt i could still do it right now i find it so fun and just relaxing and just chill yeah oh dude they did a really good job you in, in, in a spider-man video game if you don't get the web slinging down you done fucked up it doesn't matter anything else like the whole thing that'd be like making a superman game but this the flying is off you know yeah, nobody makes a good superman game by the way nobody does now there is a rumor that rocksteady who has made the arkham games the batman games are working on a superman game i i totally agree with you on spider-man uh, we'll get into that a little bit later because i might be on my list here who knows when it's gonna pop up but do you have anything else you you got to play the dlc i haven't done that yeah i have a few more things to say about that i have only platinumed like which is getting all the trophies in a game i have only done that with Watch Dogs 2 which is still hands down one of my favorite games even though that i guess that was one of the worst games on playstation i don't know but i am actually one of these days going to take time out of my day to hunt to platinum this game because i find it so fun and it just would be a blast just to finally get those last few achievements you know and uh, i'm actually eventually going to stream the last dlc you know i've streamed the first one the second one might as well stream the last one you know yeah man please do please do because i'm gonna probably i don't own that game so you know who's to say when i'm gonna get a chance to dive into it again and dive into the dlc Mm -hmm. so i'll be watching you and uh you know and they they recently added the sam ramsey suit which is like the toby Maguire suit which was so fucking cool oh dude definitely it's so nostalgic so i I mean that's like my spider-man up until recently you know yeah that was that was the one i grew up with i watched fucking i know spider-man 3 was horrible but i watched that shit all the time as like a little kid <laughs> like spider-man 2 was probably my favorite which is like a lot of people's favorites oh <laughs> one yeah of my favorite lines is the when he's holding aunt may and he drops her and he's like butterfingers oh my god are you talking about <laughs> dr octopus man yeah he fucking <laughs> drops it it was the stupidest line but it was the fucking funniest shit ever now dude the people who were bitching about that suit though do you do you remember that people every time a dlc was coming out where's the rammy suit where, where where's it at and and then didn't they feel bad didn't they feel bad when it finally did come out they were just they had to work that out with like uh, I, I guess like copyright stuff and yeah, all I know they had to work that shit out. Yeah, so that's just what they're doing. They were gonna, they were going to do it, but people were just like so butthurt about it not being out when they wanted it. So y'all need to chill. Let these people do their thing. Now, if they had not released it at all, then I understand. But hey, be patient. But it, it well, at it, least we got it. it. That game looks beautiful, and so when you add suits for Spider-Man in that game, it really looks cool. Uh, it's very nostalgic to see that suit too and i know that they announced something mm-hmm. today where there's supposedly some fantastic four stuff coming to that game so stay tuned to that so we might get the uh the the have you ever seen the spider-man suit where he's uh wearing a, a brown paper bag as a mask i think so yeah yeah so we might be getting that man i'll shoot you a picture in the in the discord uh after after this episode but yeah uh, so it, it's cool to see that they're still supporting it even past the DLC. They're gonna support it for a while. I know they are because like the, the, I know the developers are fucking cool like that. I mean they've they haven't fucked up yet, and they're just pumping out cool shit, giving us cool teeth, cool or cool details on other shit in this game. So 
I don't expect anything less than cool from these dudes. Oh yeah, yeah, it was definitely not disappointing. You know, especially if you. I'm excited to see what they make in the future. Oh yeah, uh, and I mean, if you're a Spider-Man fan and you. This is definitely. This is why I bought the fucking PlayStation was the new one. Yeah, that's right. It's the Spider-Man one. It's the controller and everything. Well, my favorite controller because it's, it's beautiful. It's nice. It does get a little dirty though. I clean it every once in a while though. Got it to. It stays nice and pretty. You don't. Um, you don't want all that like dirty uh, slime. Oh no 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 no! And the PlayStation glossy, beautiful. It's fucking. It works like a charm. Mwah, beautiful. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say about Spider-Man on the PS4? Uh, I want. There's this. There's this meme back when like Spider-Man and Red Dead came out. Um, it was a. Uh, it was like a spider cowboy, and it was a story of Spider-Man, but he's like dressed up as a cowboy. Oh gosh. It was how everybody on PlayStation feels right now. It <laughs> <laughs> was hilarious. Cause that this one that came out before Red Dead, right? Yeah. It came out right before Reddit, so everybody had enough time to play that. And then, like, the first DLC or something like that came out around when Red Dead came out. Did you beat it before Red Dead came out? Uh... Remember I, when that game came out and I was finally able to play it? I had to leave. Oh, yeah, yeah. Washington, remember? Yeah, yeah. So I, I think I got back, played a little bit of that, and then played... Um, you got sucked into Red Dead. Spider-Man. Like after all that, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. well, dude, uh, my number three is not Spider Man. <laughs> uh, my number three is actually a game that also didn't come out this year, um, but it actually got a really cool update, and it was my first time ever playing this game. And, oh, I know, I know what you're gonna say. And I put I close, forgot about this game. Oh, yeah, I was, I was gonna see if you're gonna catch on. I, um, I put close to 100 hours in i haven't played it in a while but i i do have plans to return to this world this universe this galaxy uh or should i say multiple galaxies um that would be a fun reunite stream yeah man especially now that they have some more updates to it but uh no man's sky and i'm gonna call this no man's Sky next because that's the version i actually played which is the one with the big update and everything um Everybody knows that No Man's Sky, when it first came out, uh, it flopped. It was uh, overhyped and was very severely disappointing and lacking in everything that they had promised. But I'm telling you guys, the the next update uh, was really good. Uh, had a really good time with the game, playing with friends, playing with Denji um, and other people, building a base, exploring planets, uh, the story mode that they put into it. Not really the story mode, but... They put story quests and stuff in there. Um, really interesting. I like it. Uh, I think it's kind of got a Black Mirror vibe to it. Um, it makes you think. Uh, and the ships are really cool. I think the the aesthetics of the whole universe and the planets and the aliens and creatures. I, I really enjoy that. It's actually one of those games that if you play a lot. I know, huh? I know Matt beat the game and I wasn't sure if you beat the game, but I didn't. So I know there's like still and there's the whole conspiracy and the whole mystery and I know the whole reveal at the end is very cool. So I was curious if you beat it yet or not. I think I beat it. I, I'm pretty sure I, I at least got to where I know what's going on. Like I know the big reveal, mm -hmm. but it, it, I think it just kind of leaves it up for you to like, well, you can continue to explore. And then they added these updates, which add a little bit more to it. 
you know, with the underwater stuff. Um, but what I was going to say is that if you play games like Fortnite, Siege, things that are highly competitive, can get a little sweaty from time to time. A game like No Man's Sky Next is a good break from all that. It's uh, pretty relaxing, in my in my opinion. It, it can be a good, uh, uh, you know, transition from playing those games to something that's a little bit less sweaty and a little just, you know, it's more relaxing. I, you, you need to break that up. Uh, you can get really stressed out and burn out if you're constantly playing these stressful uh, competitive games, multiplayer games. So, you know, I always try to keep a balance as far as having something online, multiplayer, competitive, and having something that's either, you know, mindless, creative, rela- uh, relaxing, or even just like a story, um, a single player game. So, you know, it's multiplayer now. You can play with friends. Uh, it's got the creative um, aspect to it. So if you like sandbox games and stuff like that, um, and they keep adding more features to it, more updates. So uh, I'm impressed. Seems like every month there's a new update. Yeah, and 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 they're they're yeah, it's big too. Yeah, they're big worthy updates. They're not just like hey bug fixes, you know. Here's a new gun. Yeah, there's just here's this one little thing. Um, they actually add like whole new features to the game. Um, so, you know, they could have easily took people's money and ran, <laughs> but it's really, um, reassuring that companies and developers, um, you know, are really trying to make good games. And if they disappoint people, they do what they can to, um, uh, please that audience and those fans and make sure that you don't. Uh, walk away disappointed. That's kind of like why I'm really happy about the Destiny Bungie Activision thing because it feels like Bungie truly does care about Destiny and they do want to make a good product. And maybe Activision was the big reason why it wasn't living up to its uh, potential. And now that they're away it from it, it is that, very Activision to do all those microtransaction shit. Oh, God. That's yeah. So then. So, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that in the other section. Uh, what's everybody's opinion on microtransactions? Please let us know. Do you like them? Do you hate them? Do you feel like there's a need for them? Or way are they going to get worse? Let us know what you guys feel about that. <laughs> but, uh, it depends on what you're paying for. If you're paying for fucking coins to buy loot boxes, then that shit is stupid. If you're buying for like a little care package, like portal nights has you know there's it's not it's not going to affect your gameplay at all whatsoever it's just little shit that like it's just cool to have you know mm-hmm. it's up to you want to buy it or not it doesn't matter but it's like i would rather have that and be jealous of people wearing that and like wanting the five bucks to wear that other than spending fucking and gamble on this shit that's fucking stupid yeah like the whole random loot boxes you're you're basically spending money for literally gambling yeah for a chance you're not guaranteed anything cosmetic stuff is cool anything that affects game play and game balance i'm not a fan of so you know yeah that's like a whole nother episode a whole nother tangent but we do have to address it because there it's 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 in a lot of games and it, it can ruin games but it can also like be okay like i know that you know skins in fortnite people enjoy those and they don't affect uh, the game where you get a uh, 
you know, extra benefits or anything like that. So it doesn't affect gameplay. So I'm cool with that. But um, but yeah, so No Man's Sky next. That's my number three. Uh, check it out. Give it a chance. Fuck whatever you heard about No Man's Sky. If you like space, if you like open world or open galaxy sandbox games, if you like check anything it out. ever, just fucking try. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 fun. It's actually not bad. Um, all right, Denji, what's your number two, man? All right, my number two. This is actually gonna be surprising. Is number two. All right, Red Dead Two. Hmm. Yeah, this is kind of surprising. I, I figured that was gonna be your number one. So you could probably guess what my number one is then. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, but Red Dead Two. I the only game I've had this this much connection with, and just I've never, I've never had a fucking um, real. I wanted to have like and care for these characters ever in a video game ever. Yeah, just Arthur and John and seeing his son and all the crew back in the fucking early days and just the whole mystery that they have going on right now just how they're mind fucking the whole community right now with all the little rumors and all the tiny little shit that they add like they did in gta that's what they're known for is adding those tiny little fucking details that make everybody think and they could be nothing they could be something you never know like there's the whole mount chiliad fucking fiasco but um we'll get back on the story mode but story mode it, it, it was just so fucking well done. I I don't know what to say. I mean, everybody else says it. it was a good game. It was genuinely well fucking done. Like, name me a game other than fucking God of War that has made you care for fucking characters. That is like made you want to cry. You know, not that you're actually going to mm. you just have those emotions running through you and make you love and care for these characters. Um, sure, dude, go for it. Do you want me? Do you do you actually want me to name something? Exactly. Uh, Spider Man. I, I would say, but that's like, but that's like, yeah, Amar- well, Spider Man has also been around for fucking since I before I was that, born. You know, so you know? based off of like, and we've heard the story many, many times. Yeah. So, and this is yeah, so fresh like, and new, kind of in a way. Yeah, the game yeah. of Red Dead. Like we've never heard an Arthur, Arthur before. You know, he's. Completely new fucking character. Yeah. We've only heard Dutch very, very briefly in the first game. And the whole crew very, very briefly in the new game, you know. And it's, it's just... I, I I found myself caring for these characters, you know. And what happened at the end of the game was truly, truly heartbreaking. And beautiful at the same time. It, it's just... It's a very... Uh, beautifully creative game mm-hmm. yeah like the world i'm itself, not even talking about the game pretty I'm pretty realistic pretty detailed just a story i can name off a million other things just oh just without the, story the story itself oh okay like just the amount of detail that they put into the game of every fucking leaf every other tree is rockstar like very much so but just how they added, like, every, pretty much every character in the game looks different. Like, with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, that wasn't a thing. That's, like, a copy and pasted every fucking character. Like, every NPC kind of looked the same. But in this, not, like, you, 
And if you did see the same people, well, they were in the same town, you know. And people would go around and change. Do they would actually do things? They wouldn't just stand there if they were just standing there. Yeah. They'd have. They'd be having a conversation with other fucking NPCs. Like how? How do you think of that shit? Like this. There's so much planning that goes into this fucking shit, and it's so impressive. And it's I. I'm so glad I got to play it, and I'm I'm so glad I I get to say that this is what I experienced and I had this in my childhood, and I'll I'll get to tell my kids about this is because this is truly a remark in my childhood just everything in this game was beautiful and the whole mystery is like like the whole fucking gta mystery is is nowhere near being solved well and like the gameplay in itself too like was there anything like because we friends uh of ours that it was it could be a little tedious and they could be a little too realistic to the point where you're kind of like all right do we really have to like have this be in the game you know can we speed things up like were there any things in the game as far as the mechanics where you're well I, like... I think that that depends on the player because i am very aesthetic i guess you could say and very i have a very creative mind so i like to you know i have i have i found myself using the cinematic mode and looking at the sunset and just looking at the sky and looking at the whole scenery for longer than i should have I just I want to take it in and even I still don't think I took enough of the game in. I still think I rushed <laughs> through it but god damn I don't know what to say man I fucking loved that game I, I needed to know what happened next you know in the story so but like as far as like other than the looks of the game like I heard like when you're looting right there's just things that you're you're kind of hoping that they just speed up that instead they're like they're going actually through the character's pockets or stuff you know like it's it's a little tedious like was there anything like that that got annoying in chapter one like they make you go on the they, there's this mission that you go on this heist in valentine and you get like ten thousand dollars like a thousand dollars like a couple you get like a couple thousand dollars like two thousand dollars and it, it immediately breaks the game like you don't even have there's no reason for you to spend all that money you don't need to there's literally stuff that you can't and i just put it in the camp upgrades and i still had like an extra thousand and i just never used the money and it just kept building up and i got more money over the game so no i don't think that that was a problem at all honestly well i mean i i know why people don't like it and i i think it's only because <laughs> it's just not the game style or game type for everybody like i met a guy in fucking GameStop because I was there. I was at the midnight opening. made fucking friends with people. This dude played it every fucking year religiously. It was like a, a tradition in his family. He told me it was a tradition in his family. They replayed the first game every year. And I'm like, dude, that's like... It's crazy. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> I mean, you don't hear that, you know, often. Was it Red Dead Revolver or Red Dead Redemption? It was definitely Red Dead Redemption. Okay. But I, I hope they do. There were some DLC ideas that I, I hope for them to do. Yeah, one specifically is the the Dutch and Hosea, because they're like the two leaders, you know, and they're the oldest people in the group. What if there's like a like a DLC of them in like their teenage years, you know? Like how do they get by? How do they grow up? How do they get in the camp? How do they meet? Just just stories of them, you know. It doesn't even have to be like lore. Just stories of them, you know. And, and I know that the world's pretty big and that there's like almost like different 
what is it biomes or something so you have like snow but then you also have like a swamp area yeah like so it's it was it an impressive big map because like for those listening i didn't play this like at least the story i I only checked it out for a couple days to do online so you know i i don't have any experience on that so red dead's not going to be on my list so um that's why i'm kind of picking your brain about it but were you impressed with how big the map was in the open world the new map is more than twice the size of the old map and mexico is in that game it's just there's nothing for you to do there and you have to kind of glitch your way over there so that's why people think there's dlc coming yeah like the, the map is fucking beautiful awesome it's huge it's like so much things for you to cover and do and let me ask you this so because you played zelda breath of the that's a pretty big like what what when you play an open world game what really does it for you like did red dead redemption 2 did that map ever feel empty i've heard that it didn't i heard that it felt very much alive like the closest thing that you're going to get to like a realistic open world it was very lifeful it was very very lifeful um so the breath of the wild was i guess it was a little bit more empty yeah I was going to say, like, my experiences with Breath of the Wild, it's a beautiful world, it's nice, yeah. but there's parts where you just feel like, oh, this is just empty. Like, I'm on a mountain, but there's nothing up here. I'm just on a mountain. Like, it, it felt like from the gameplay that I've seen when you streamed and other people played the game, there was a real world feel to it. Like, And there's also, like, the random events, and too. There's also, like, the random events and stuff, too. Like, they'll stumble across a guy that is, like, fixing this his horse's hoof however however you pronounce it and the horse kicks him and kills him that's like a pretty big that was a pretty big meme when the first when the game first came out and there's just little interactions like that where a guy will run up to you and he's like got bitten by a snake and you can like either give him a health cure or suck the venom out of his leg or arm or something and he'll and you can actually run into that same guy in a town and he'll be like hey y'all i'll buy something for you in the gun shop i'll buy something for you in the in the general store like and you'll get something for free it's just it's so full of depth it's very lifeful no that's what i've heard man i mean i i definitely can't check it out um i mean it definitely was like number one on a lot of people it's definitely game of the year for a lot of people and I, i mean i can see why i i don't know why i didn't pick it up when i did but i just didn't and i guess uh I'll, I'll just have to experience it later. I was at one around when Red Dead or when I got, I was so hungry for it. Like when I finished the game and I beat it, like for the second time, I finally traded in. And that was a sad day. So I was like, well, I want to be sure that there's going to be another Western game I can play. Let me tell you, there wasn't. <laughs> there was no other Western game I could play. Yeah, they're pretty, they're a rare breed of game. Uh, especially when you. you you got the the horse gameplay like the riding the horses in this game that it, it always seemed like it was <laughs> yeah it's, it's hilarious yeah and it can be kind of funny though you can <laughs> you can have some serious wrecks um well yeah man i mean uh, i'm i'm pretty sure most people have played the game if you're listening to this and you haven't checked i wanted to be sure when i had this on my list that it wasn't just oh good graphics oh uh good storytelling uh well just the average fucking answers i wanted to be sure to like my reasoning for it yeah you got more of a personal connection to it the story and the characters were 
something that you really really felt like stood out amongst everything that already stood out as far as graphics like you said all the other stuff uh it, it's just like the depth and the attention to detail from what i've seen just watching you stream and other people so on number two for me real quick though is is um a game that you've already you've already mentioned this man so and i've already actually done sort of a a, a review of this when i've talked about this character in another dedicated episode mm -hmm. so i'm not going to spend too much time but uh number two for me is spider-man marvel spider-man for ps4 not much more that i can say that i haven't already in the past or to add on to what you've already said when you were talking about it i mean it was not anything short of really 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 good and if you like spider-man if you like those uh marvel characters or superheroes and stuff this is the perfect game uh, and, and it's something that I try to tell people, like, if you don't know a lot of lore or backdrop to Spider-Man, um, don't be intimidated by that. This game puts you in there, but it, it, it can be a game that if you're not familiar with Spider-Man, you can still play it. it. It, you do have bonuses, like there's a lot of Easter eggs before. and things that, um, kind of call back to different things in the comics and other events in the movies, but you know if you've never really messed with spider-man or anything doesn't mean that you don't have to uh avoid this game please go check it out um but really yeah I, i've already spent like said a lot about this game so <laughs> if uh <laughs> so if anybody else isn't convinced or if you haven't played it yet please please look up gameplay check it out uh you definitely don't want to miss this game um but yeah so i i think we both have the same number one now yep Oh, you want to say it on the count of three? We'll go on. All right. Yeah. So we'll say it on one. Three. Okay. Two, okay. One. Go. God of War. God of War? Yep. Damn. Wow, we didn't say that at the same time at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, God of War, man. Go ahead. Didn't play any of the past God of War games. I actually watched a video, like a fucking some odd hour long video, the whole storyline of god of war and it's pretty cool it was like a movie but it was really nice but i the combat hands down probably one of my uh, my favorite combat layout in any game ever is in this i don't know it's just so smooth and it's it's like it's clunky but it's smooth at the same time like it's just so satisfying hitting a shot and just especially using the axe and then using the other weapons that you get later on in the game it's this the the combat is probably the biggest factor or the biggest mm -hmm. thing that biggest takeaway yeah on on my list is the combat and the storytelling is fucking amazing and the big cliffhanger at the end that gets everybody and and uh, the head and just the it's it's like an open world map but not at the same time i think that was like a perfect amount of mm -hmm. you know and uh yeah because it kind of steers you you know you have uh, freedom to explore certain areas, but you're pretty much steered. This year, we were really lucky to get awesome games that had amazing stories. And, you know, hearing you in the past and even right now talk about Red Dead uh, really convinces me that I need to check it out sooner than later. And uh, almost regretful that I haven't checked it out already. But games like God of War, games like uh, Spider Man were just really good when it came to story mm -hmm. and even gameplay like you're talking about the combat in god of war yeah. i mean 
remember when uh when you got got a war you fucking played that shit for like an hour in your fucking living room and we were all like telling him come on get on it's opening night come, come on we're all playing it <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i i mean didn't we we just all had the game uh at the same time yeah. and that's and that's something that's fun or something i think i think i started to share play and you were eating and you were watching me play and you're like all right because the whole fucking dragon ball fight you're like all right that's all i did oh yeah 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 the very that beginning dude i know what you're talking about hype, bro. yeah that that catches you off guard when you don't know uh God, those what to expect them were awesome yeah the i mean it feels like a epic movie i i think that god of war um for someone like me and you because i i heard you just mentioned that that we never played any of the other god of wars so this is a good introduction to that world to that character of kratos mm -hmm. and just the whole dynamic and story between him and his son uh was really touching I enjoyed it from start to finish and just and, the end and how like everything connected together um yeah i'm guess i'm pretty we can talk spoilers because the game's been out for fucking ever just how that witch that helped you <laughs> and like the dude that was trying to kill you the entire time like that was his mom and that was also zeus's wife and it, it's just crazy yeah great storytelling that's what it comes down and to great storytelling fucking cliffhanger at the end where he's supposedly like they see the future and he supposedly like kills kratos and kills his dad like that was fucking crazy and then you finally like the games don't usually do that like they, they have this whole area talked about for the entire game like destiny they had this whole backstory talked about that but they never showed anything on it but this game did you go to that actual area and you see all of the giants dead like I did, it was crazy because like he was a giant and like these are all of his relatives and that's just something that you don't regularly see in a game you know when it comes to like something like god of war though you know with it not having an online mode with it not having dlc like spider-man and an online mode like red dead i always felt like people would judge that and think that it has a lack of and i remember before god of war came out that was about the time that people were saying that, oh, it's the end of story mode games or single player games. Like nobody wants those. It's all multiplayer online. It's, and 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 it's not even close to being true. I mean, games no. like Spider-Man, games like Red Dead, minus its online mode, and even better than ever before. So don't call it out and don't count it out. It's going to keep happening. And games like God of War, um, hopefully we'll get something like that this year because I, I hadn't played a game like that in a long time where I dropped 60 bucks on a game that I knew I wasn't going to get much more out of it after I beat it because uh, there's no DLC like Spider-Man and there's no online mode like Red Dead, mm -hmm. but it still was going to be worth that $60 price tag. It was going to be an yeah. experience that I was going to enjoy. And, and that was me going off of a limb because, you know, I love mythology but I hadn't played God of War, and I knew that this was going to be different. Book on mythology. Yeah, yeah, dude. The Norse uh, mythology, I like Greek mythology, yeah. and the, the world and the characters and the creatures and everything that they introduce to you. Um, it really sets a really cool tone for the game and for the world that you're moving through and exploring. So, um, yeah, I mean, hands down, God of War won game of the year at the game awards i i completely agree i i know why people 
mm, probably felt that Red Dead should be there, but I just was hoping that people didn't think Red Dead because it just came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, God of War came out in what, April or February? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it had been out for some time. People probably beat it and now it was like on the shelves, but the voice acting, like the guy who does Kratos, I mean, come on, dude. You can't get much Our better boy from than that. Star Troopers. <laughs> is he from star troopers yep. that's crazy dude he's got a crazy deep voice i i just love the whole game the whole atmosphere mm-hmm. um so if you haven't played god of war because you don't have a ps4 that's the one game i recommend on if any of these games on this is just is god of war yeah but see that's the thing about this you need a ps4 for god of war and, and spider-man and that's why we were talking about it um the xbox you know like lacking those exclusives like we were very lucky this year to get games like uh you know spider-man god of war on the ps4 and 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 nintendo always has its exclusives almost like that's all it ever has yeah it only has exclusives so you know if you haven't messed with sony i haven't always been a big sony um you know fan i guess uh, not that i've hated it but i've always had nintendo or even xbox Same. you know i was i was pretty happy to have a ps4 in 2018 though yeah um so uh that's that's our list what what was you want to just recap real quick what was uh start from five and work your way back down to number one what was your list again denji number five number five no uh, number five was fortnite number four number four was siege Number three was Spider-Man. Number two was Red Dead Redemption 2. Number one was God of War. And mine was number five, Timefall 2. Number four, Warface. Number three, No Man's Sky. Next, number two, Spider-Man. And number one, God of War. So what did you guys have on your list? Uh, Do you agree with us? Disagree? Did we leave some games off i know that we had some games on there that didn't come out in 2018 and all that but actually i would like to hear from you guys and see what games you actually played in 2018 regardless if they came out this year or not like what were the games that like denji mentioned uh mentioned earlier made the most impact on you that you spent the most time exploring those worlds or competing and playing with friends and because you know most of these games me and denji we played together uh, or like he was mentioning with God of War, we did share plays and we'd watch each other. Or for instance, with like Red Dead Redemption, I didn't play it, but I watched him stream. And um, yeah, I would like to hear your guys' feedback. Um, and yeah, I guess now we can go ahead and move on to the last segment, I guess, of this episode. But, uh, you know, what we're looking forward to in this year, 2019. Um, as far as some of the games coming out in 2019, I'm going to just list the games and then after i say them we can talk about which ones you know stand out to you yeah. okay so we got jump force anthem uh days gone marvel ultimate alliance 3 which is a switch exclusive but if you're a marvel fan like me and you are you know that would have been pretty cool to check out mm-hmm. uh metro uh exodus comes out in february uh mortal kombat 11 uh rage 2 Resident Evil 2, which comes out in this month, uh, alongside Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm not a big Kingdom Hearts 3 or Kingdom Hearts fan, so if you are, I'm sure you're pretty excited about that. Uh, let's see, Outer Worlds, which is from the original 
creators i think mm-hmm. of fallout new vegas and stuff um division two star wars jedi fallen order which is made by respawn the guys that make titanfall so hopefully that's good um and crackdown 3 which i just want all the xbox people to get a dub you know <laughs> this game has yeah, been like delayed dub. and it looks like it would be fun man it's supposed <laughs> to be a, supposed to like, out, a like a complete 2015 yeah it was it was it's a long time coming man and it's supposed to be like fully destructible world and environment so maybe that's the delays i'm glad that they put it off because you know that just means it's gonna be better you know but yeah. they could fucking yeah. retards and just mess it all the way up yeah drop the ball and fumble it yeah and they and we've seen it in the band but if anything uh no matter what kind of entertainment that you create whether it's movies music games take your time you know don't rush things out there i'm, I'm telling you you're gonna make your money and people are gonna enjoy it and say a lot of positive things but um so out of all those games those are the ones that i wrote down that i thought were noteworthy um what out of those what stands out to you for instance anthem i know yeah i, I know um, people are excited for that okay so there's anthem and division that i'm actually going to be pre-ordering and fully paying for Oh, within the next few days. And I know we had the whole talk with about like the whole Fallout 76 thing and everything. Uh, the only thing I'm a little worried about, but there was already gameplay trailer, uh, was Division. But I, mm. I think it's gonna be okay. But either either yeah. either way, I mean, it's it's still gonna be it's still gonna be a game to play, you know. Anthem, I've, yeah, it's yeah. been hyped up so much, and I know at least Matt's getting that. I know at least Matt's getting Division sometime soon, or it's, he's gonna get it sometime yeah he's gonna check it out yeah. yeah i don't know if you're gonna check out either one of those games uh i'm gonna see i i'm i'm not gonna bite it just on launch day i'm gonna listen to people that i know who got it people like you guys if you if you pick it up i know like you said matt's gonna pick it up so if uh if the word is good man i'm gonna i'm gonna watch gameplay i'm gonna i'm gonna listen Mm-hmm. and uh if it seems like they you know because that's the kind of thing man when it comes to things like red dead like hearing good things about it i don't question it but it's still just is it the kind of game that i want to get right now is it the kind of game for me is it is it enough to like make me run out and go buy it so even if you guys get anthem or division two and you guys are saying like a lot of good things about it um it's personal preference so maybe i do maybe i don't but you know these are also online games so it kind of works in that sense where if it is good if i do want to jump on i gotta jump on as soon as possible because if i don't then you guys are going to be ahead of me in different things and you know so it's yeah so you got to kind of jump on board as soon as possible i'm looking forward to seeing how they turn out but i i'm not like in the pre-order mode of you know anthem and stuff i just um i just remembered another one that I'm gonna try and get the money to, to prepay for, for my birthday. See if anybody would buy it for me. It is Jump Force, cause I oh dude, got to. I'm so fucking excited for that game. Ever since you told me like it, there was so many like up points, but I don't know, it's just like I, I was like, yeah, it's a fighting game, man. Maybe not, eh. And then you told me like I could customize my character, and there was just like I put the pieces together. I'm like, this game looks fucking dope. Oh yeah, and so oh, like yeah. that was the breaking point. Now I want this fucking game, and now that everybody's really gonna get it, hopefully, it's uh, it's gonna be fun, man. I think it's gonna be worth it. Uh, 
hopefully uh it's everything that i'm hearing it's going to be as far as like you said like creating the character kind of a story mode the gameplay it looks really good and i mean if you're an anime fan if you like dragon ball if you like one piece uh my hero uh there's characters and dlc coming uh probably for the whole year and maybe even further who knows but yeah jump force is like one of the first games this year that i'm excited for and i'm going to definitely pick up in february That's so true. um yeah i mean other than that i mean games coming out this year it's just like there's nothing that i'm like oh my gosh i those cannot the, freaking those wait three i'm like, like kind of wanting you know that i'm like really sh like fretting over i guess yeah and and we'll see like there's always going to be games that get announced from now until like e3 in the summer and stuff so we'll definitely see what what comes out this year but i am i am also curious about days gone that zombie game yeah on PS4. I, was, I was i really liked that when it first got announced and i still really like it uh that and also the one the fallout or not the people that made fallout that that one space one yeah the uh outer worlds yeah those two probably yeah. like just below those those are probably my top five i guess for the most mm -hmm. excited games for 2019 and and that's the thing man like a lot of these games i want to check out but i don't necessarily want to drop 60 bucks on yeah you know so like resident evil 2 for instance like i've heard from what i've seen like that this is going to be a really cool remaster and i really want to check it out but i'm not going to buy it just because i want to check it out like that's that's a mistake i've made in the past um everybody can probably relate to buying a game not liking it and then well, i can't return it um well, i guess i'll trade it into gamestop oh you're gonna give me 30 bucks for it uh i just got it yesterday you know i don't want to be in that situation so if i can rent it from redbox i'll definitely will check it out if it's a game that i like and i want to explore more something like far cry 5 which is something that i forgot to mention in this episode i really enjoyed that and there's that i guess the expansion the new dawn that's supposed to come out in 2019 that's not a sequel but it's like i don't know something to do with far cry 5 yeah, maybe i've got like all a, the facts wrong it's like blood dragon it's like a dlc but it's its own standalone thing which gotcha. i completely forgot about new dawn too um that in the the new just cause game oh just oh yeah just cause 4 yeah whatever whatever the new one is yeah yeah no i, I played just cause 3 and that's fun man i enjoyed that yeah for I, got sure. it. I have it on my playstation because it was free one month or something like that i never played it though it's it's fun it's just one of those games where you can just mess around yeah blow up shit <laughs> you know i like i like those kind of games though like every now and then i want something where i can just kind of do whatever i feel like doing just some outlandish shit yeah yeah and not really have to focus too hard on like story or consequences or anything like that i'd rather just kind of like explore and blow shit up and just kind of mess around but um <laughs> um yeah man i mean there's a lot of games coming out this year that i feel like have a lot of potential but i think every year i learn to just not give in to the hype and just wait just wait like i'm not a big pre-order person anymore at least mm -hmm. for the sake of there not being anything that i have to have there hasn't been a title yet in the last couple of years that i've been like i gotta have that day one no questions asked I don't care what anybody says about it i need to have that game yeah. and so 
time will tell man um but yeah i guess that's really it we we yeah, did our our honorable mentions we did missed opportunities worst games the games that we are looking forward to this year and, and then we definitely did our top five um yeah. but yeah man um uh, is there anything you want to mention? yeah i'm good i guess i i stream i have a twitter uh i also have an instagram and everything it's kind of under the same name uh yeah it's, she'll probably link it in the description yeah so. yeah yeah check definitely. me out i haven't been streaming lately i know um if i do get the chance to stream this weekend i definitely will and i definitely cool. will uh stream the the spider-man dlc but you know i started school again so that might be yeah hassle to do but yeah gonna have to balance things out but yeah dude i'm also gonna start photography again soon so if anybody likes photography then see that coming soon yeah hit your boy up i'm just uh a creative person right now i guess i don't know i'm not really doing anything <laughs> well it's cool yeah i'll drop your link for the twitch and uh for twitter on social media and stuff and that way people can you know follow you and um check out your streams when you get into it and then see what else you get into as uh 2019 gets fired up but um yeah man did you have fun this is like yeah, your first great time doing something like this yeah Great. I mean, it's do this, but with playing video games, just having these long conversations. Exactly. So it's it's yeah, it's it can get a little tongue twisty because it's just like going on, stop constantly, yeah. you know, trying to stay on task. But other than that, man, yeah. it's a good. Yeah, I was about to say we kind of start a little a little later, but it's all good, man. But yeah, I appreciate it, dude. Hey, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Wonder Soul. I hope you guys enjoyed this, and thank you, Denji, once again for being on. Guys, go follow him on twitch and on all this social media i'm gonna have it linked in the description below um but just before i let you guys go just a reminder to follow wonder soul on twitter and instagram just search wonder soul w-n-d-r-s-o-u-l and if you could rate review and share these podcasts it's one of the best ways to support the whole wonder soul um and yeah just thank you again I uh, can't wait to do one of these next year, but until next episode, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.